United States will not torture. This government does not torture people. I intend to close Guantanamo and I will follow through on that. We are working together and still uh, we don't trust each other. Afghan forces will grow stronger. The Afghan people will take control of their future. So we've got more work to do. Unfinished business. Between now and the election, we'll be taking a look at what's been left unfinished since the era that began with the terrorist attacks on September 11th, 2001. A lot changed in the worlds of security, surveillance, there was the Patriot Act, justice or closure for those detained in the many investigations launched after 9-11. Gitmo, the war on terror, motivated programs and decisions, the consequences of which are still with us. And one of those is the CIA's extraordinary rendition program in which terrorism suspects were apprehended and transferred to countries where interrogation techniques and the use of torture were not regulated by strict rule of law. Extraordinary rendition forever changed the life of Sabrina D'Souza. She's now retired, but in 2003, D'Souza served as a CIA operative stationed in Milan, Italy, when an Egyptian terrorist suspect, Muslim cleric Abu Omar, was abducted and flown to Egypt, where he was tortured and interrogated. In 2009, D'Souza was indicted in Italy and found guilty in absentia for kidnapping and sentenced to five years in prison. D'Souza is unable to leave the United States without fear of an arrest on an Interpol arrest warrant. She's challenging the charges, and today the Italian Supreme Court of Cessation in Rome will convene for a two-day hearing to decide whether to uphold or overturn the conviction. Sabrina D'Souza joins us now. Welcome to the program. Thank you. So, Sabrina, how were you held liable here for an event that, uh, I guess, you deny you had any connection to it whatsoever? Yes, that's correct. So how were you held liable? Well, uh, the prosecutor found uh, a phone call that I had made to a colleague in Rome eight months prior, an email two years after the rendition with, my, with the name Sabrina on it, and uh, the testimony of an Italian uh, 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 official who said he heard from someone else that the rendition was to quote him close to my heart. Now, for every for your uh, listeners, um, it, the Italian law permits uh, newspaper articles, hearsay, um, circumstantial evidence, and all that is admissible in Italian courts. And according to the prosecutor, uh, his comment is that um, the Italian legal system does not need a smoking gun to um, sentence anyone. So is that why you didn't face the charges in Italian courts? You believed that you would have been railroaded? Um, I could not really leave the United States to go to the Italian court. That would present a whole new set of uh, uh, problems for me uh, back in the U.S. then. So um, I sued uh, the State Department in 2009 so that I could obtain a defense attorney. Prior to that, I was not allowed to speak to the to my court-appointed attorney. I was not allowed to present evidence that I was nowhere in Milan when the rendition took place. And uh, Eric Holder finally allowed me to uh, have my own attorney in Italy who's representing me. In fact, Mark represents me in the U.S., right. in my case in the U.S., and but that I got that attorney a month before the trial, the first trial ended in Milan. So it was a little bit, you know, too little, too late. And there's not much that he could have done besides his, besides his best efforts. But I'm very pleased to have him uh, representing me tomorrow. How has this changed your life? 
Uh, in every way possible. To begin with, I didn't retire. I was forced to resign. And when I say forced to resign, literally there were steps put in place forcing me out. Um, I, you know, I'm a naturalized uh, citizen. My family lives overseas. I have an aged mother, all my siblings. And to me, the thing that was scariest when this whole investigation came up was how am I going to not see my family again? And when I started to push back on my travel ban from leaving the U.S., uh, that was when I was forced out. So it, it occurs to me, based on what you're saying right there, uh, Sabrina mm-hmm. D'Souza, it, it occurs to me that the Extraordinary Rendition Program, whatever you may think of it, not only denies individuals the rule of law by taking them to places where they can be tortured and interrogated in ways that would not be permitted in the United States. But it also puts government officials such as you in the crosshairs of people that might go after this program. Do you think your government uh, either intentionally or inadvertently put you in danger by going off on this war on terror extraordinary rendition program? Uh, You know, initially, I don't think that anyone thought of the consequence. It was, let's do this, let's do that, and no one ever thought about the legal aspect of it. No one ever thought about the consequences, and for consequences not just legally, but also morally, as the United States says it doesn't torture. And um, I think the chickens have come home to roost now for this program, and the Abu Omar rendition is really the perfect case to examine to determine the efficacy of the rendition program writ large. And uh, do you think there is unfinished business, including your case from Extraordinary Rendition, that uh, there are more chickens coming home to roost, that a culture of the next time there's an attack of, all right, let's just suspend the Constitution, let's suspend the normal ways of doing things, uh, we're going to be in this situation again? Yes, we will. And the reason we will is because there's no one's ever been held accountable in the U.S. for... Um, you know, they they call it mistakes, but there are so many people who have to vet a rendition program, you really can't say it was a mistake. Um, and when you don't hold officials accountable, officials will continue to do exactly what they please. If you've noticed, uh, the 26 individuals who were, who were held accountable in Italy, um, none, of, none of them were the ones who approved and authorized this rendition. And what's ended up happening is that it's taken away um, it's taken in, it's taken the focus away from the real burning question, which is why was Abu Omar rendered and taken to a country where he was tortured when he was already under investigation by the Italian police? I have asked the Congress of the United States to investigate, and I've gotten nowhere until U.S. officials are held accountable in the United States. I think we will go down the same path Mm. again. Unfinished business from uh, the war on terror. Sabrina D'Souza is a uh, forced out, she says, uh, CIA operative formerly stationed in Milan, Italy, who became the target of a legal case against her uh, because of the rendition of Muslim cleric Abu Omar. Sabrina, thanks so much for telling your story. Thank you. Since WNYC's first broadcast in 1924, we've been dedicated to creating the kind of content we know the world needs. 
Since then, New York Public Radio's rigorous journalism has gone on to win a Peabody Award and a DuPont Columbia Award, among others. In addition to this award-winning reporting, your sponsorship also supports inspiring storytelling and extraordinary music that is free and accessible to all. To get in touch and find out more, visit sponsorship.wnyc.org.